Welcome to Value Investor TV podcast. My name is Beko and this is Hari. This podcast, this is a podcast that helps you grow your wealth and become financially independent. Welcome, people. Okay, this episode, this is episode 18, cash flow statement part one. We're going to talk about cash flow statement. This is the last, this is the third financial statement um, in the mix. As we always do, let's uh, do a quick reminder of what we talked about in the previous two episodes, two or three. Okay. Um, in the past two episodes, we talked about balance sheet. We talked about asset, liability, and equity. And in the, in the, in the episodes before that, we talked about income statement, which, um, which you can check out in YouTube or you know, the podcast app that you listen to. Okay. In this episode, we're going to talk about cash flow statement. You know, this is a, this is a uh, financial statement that's sometimes um, ignored, and people overlook the importance of cash flow statement. For, but for value investors, this is very very important. Okay, let's uh, dive into cash flow statement. And before we do that, why don't you, uh, Hari, please define cash flow statement for our listeners before we jump into what is in it? <clears throat> yeah. So when we talked about the income statement, we actually talked about accrual based accounting, right? And accrual based accounting is different from cash based accounting. So the difference really comes down to in accrual accounting, you're using, uh, you know, when the revenue is booked um, is not necessarily when you get paid. And so in the, the cash flow statement actually comes at several years after the income statement and balance sheet were mandated by the SEC. Um, and so, you know, the they added this in to, to kind of just illustrate you know, how, how is the cash actually coming into the business, right? And so, you know, the cash that comes into the business is coming into three different areas. Um, and those, you know, it, you know, those come from the uh, uh, operating activities of the business, the investing activities of a business, and the financing activities of the business. So we'll talk about those uh, three. The, f- the, you know, the, the main purpose of that cash flow statement, though, and using this cash-based accounting is to tell you that, you know, some businesses actually have an accounting profit, but they have negative cash flows. So they are spending more money, you know, cash is moving out of the business faster than they're actually, you know, uh, uh, able to put it back in. Uh, and there, there could be a lot of different reasons for that. Um, and then there are other companies that actually run a accounting profit and, you know, are losing money uh or I'm sorry, ca- ca- cash flow positive. Yeah, I'm sorry, cash flow positive, and uh, are running an accounting loss every year, yeah. um, and that that can be also you know for uh, for a lot of different reasons, and you know you want to kind of understand because at the end of the day, really, as you know, we have always said, you're thinking like an owner of a business. The owner of a business cares about one thing, which is making money, right? Which is profit, but it's not accounting profit that they care about, right? They care about cash profit, right? It's money you put in, you know, that you can take out of the business and put it into your own pocket or go and invest it into growing your business. That's really what matters. And that the cash flow statement actually tells you that. Um, and, you know, we'll show you that adjustment in a later episode, but the the pieces of the statement are actually in, in here. And that this is how, you know, I know we're 18 episodes in. We've kept we keep talking about value investing, and we haven't actually shown you how to value a business. Well, this statement is actually where the value of the business comes from, or is one way to calculate that value. And w- using this m- these methods, um, you can actually 
uh, identify how much cash the business generates, you know, on an, on average every year, and then use that to to make an es- estimate of what the business is worth. Right. So, yeah. So the important the important distinction of cash flow statement and reason why it exists is because income statement and balance sheet follows the cruel based accounting, whereas this is cash based accounting, a uh, cash flow. So you can see actual cash, hard cash moving in and out of the business if you if you peruse uh, cash flow statements. <coughs> yeah, and a good way to think about this is the cash flow statement is very similar to your bank account statement. You know, the bank statement that you get every year, every month or, you know. So it's for a period of time and it shows you what went in, what went out of the business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's not, um, you know, it, and in in that period of time, where did the cash move? That's that's really what you should be thinking about, um, you know, when you look at this statement. Mm. For me, a cash flow statement is more simple to understand if you really understand if you yep. get a better sense of it because you don't have to deal with all the accounting rules. It's just right. simple hard cash coming in and out of the business. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's dive into the anatomy of cash flow statements. I don't know. You mentioned Hari. The large three breakdowns in the inside cash flow statement, you said operating activities is one bucket. Investing activities, second bucket. The third bucket is financing activities. Those are three activities by which cash moves in and out of the business. And why don't you take us through the first bucket first, which is operating activity and how that is structured. Yeah, so at the top of the cash flow statement, you know, remember all these financial statements are linked in some way. So the cash flow statement is linked to the income statement because the net income that you have at the end, you know, which we call the bottom line in the income statement, uh, is pulled over into the cash flow statement and is the top line of the cash flow uh, from the cash flow from operating activities. So what you start with is that net income. And then you take what you're essentially doing is you're taking out all of the expenses that weren't actual cash expenses and adjusting those expenses to get to your cash from operating activities. So when you start at the top, you start with net income. So remember, in the income is that accounting profit. And we're going to adjust it for when did the cash actually move in and out of the business. And then at the bottom of that, we will have what's called the net cash flow from operations. Uh, and we, uh, you know, that v- number is very important because that's the actual cash uh, increase or decrease from operating activities that year. Yeah. Uh, I just want to jump in here really quick and talk about cash flow statement and balance sheet and income statement really quick because this this made, when someone told me this, this made complete sense. So balance sheet, again, like we talked about in previous two episodes, is a snapshot. It's a bank statement, right? Cash flow and income statement, they are both how the company did over time. It's not a snapshot. It's it's how a company did over time, over some period, be it a quarter or be it a year. Yep. It's just different way of counting uh, money effectively. Cash flow is cash based. Income statement is accrual based. Yep. So again, here, like Harry said, this is this is cash flow, co- cash coming in and out of the business within a certain period of time. I just wanted to reiterate that <coughs> for our listeners. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think once you know. One, when you really understand that concept that cash flow is income, uh, you, you know, is not is is not the same thing as income, you know, because of the way the accounting rules work, you know, you, you know, that doesn't mean that the income statement isn't useful, right? Because it does tell you something very important. Mm-hmm. 
but you know cash flow you know you have to use these together and i think as you said earlier people often ignore the cash flow statement because they just look at you know if you look at uh, headlines on any financial newspaper they always report revenue and they report earnings per share and they don't really talk about cash flow yeah. uh you know and <clears throat> you know and that and that can be very important to how you know businesses operate obviously if you don't have enough cash you run out of business so when you start that top line you know you, what you're essentially doing is you're taking out all of the you know adding back in all of the non-cash expenses that we took out in the income statement yep. right so that first thing that you do is you add back depreciation and amortization mm -hmm. right and you know we will you know there's a lot of chicanery that goes around with these depreciation and amortization because you know people report these numbers uh you know but depreciation and amortization we should always think of as real expenses um even though they're not cash expenses they're still expenses mm -hmm. um so then now you're back down into the, uh, you know, after you've added back depreciation and amortization, um, you know, you're going to adjust for the, the net payments to your suppliers and to your uh, uh, customers. So what that effectively does is, is reconciling, you know, that revenue number with the accounts payable number that you see in the, the balance sheet. Yeah. And so that, uh, so if you imagine that you collect cash from your customer, so you, you sell, ship, ship, ship them a good, um, you know, we ship them hot dogs in our catering business and we tell them that we have 30 days to pay. So in, you know, 25 days, they, they, you know, they get the invoice, uh, and, uh, submit it back. So, you know, those may, that this 25 day period may fall onto two different quarters, you know, depending on when we do that. So the income may have been in that first quarter and the cash flow is in that second one. But, you know, when we collect money from our customer, that's when it's recorded here now in the cash flow statement, even though we booked the revenue in a, in a previous quarter. Um, you know, there are other things that you get, um, you know, from your operating activities that, um, you know, it's important to understand that those, the ones that you're looking at there you know, collections from your customers are, are a big one, but then you're also having to pay your employees, pay your suppliers. So, you know, things that are related to the the business activity, you know, so uh, it's, it's very important to distinguish that from the um, investing activities and, and financing. So, you know, investing and financing are, you know, something we'll talk about in the next episode. So this is really just how does it, you know, how does the cash moving out for the the day-to-day -day business the operating you know business of the company yeah and so you know every time you're making payments um you know that that's you know money is going out uh as cash uh and so some of that is already being deducted in your income statement right and so but we're just reconciling that those payments with the cash outlays yeah you know so it, so that that helps us understand you know if you have a long time to pay your suppliers you may be seeing, uh, you know, and Costco does this, they get favorable terms in terms of payments. And so they are able to receive goods and then pay for them 90 days or 120 days later, whereas another retailer that's much smaller may only take 30 days to get, you know, to payment. So there's there may be big discrepancies in that cash flow to income statement. So really what you're doing here is not subtracting all of the expenses. You're only subtracting the expenses to you know get you back to the net of you know the, that 
the cash is moving in and out of the uh, the business. Right. I think <clears throat> that's really important to emphasize in my opinion. So all we we're doing in cash flow, at least in the in the operating activities section, like I said, there are three different sections. The first one we're looking at today is operating activities. That section, all it's doing is you're taking the bottom line from income statement, which is net income or um, yeah, earnings, and then pulling that income to the top line of cash flow and everything below within operating activities is just re reconciliation between accrual-based accounting and cash-based accounting. Yep. That's all that's all that's happening. And the like Kari said there are, there are different examples of companies that might have a huge discrepancy between cash flow and income statement. And then some companies that might not, right? Yep. It might be just very simple. You you know, you um when you get cash in, you also get income and there's no difference. Yeah. Some 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 companies might might have that yeah, construct. I mean, there are some businesses that are. I mean, our hot dog stand could be a cash only business, and in a cash only business, for the most part, the income, uh, you know, with the exception of depreciation and amortization, everything is just cash. And so, you know, we may have to go. We may walk into the grocery store and buy our hot dogs, and you know, we pay cash for that then, and then we pay cash for uh, where we receive cash from our cut customer but uh, you know obviously in the real world that it doesn't necessarily work that way and the larger the scale the the bigger opportunity you have to to make concessions with your supplier so companies like costco because of their size are able to just say look um you know we'll offer you some benefit but give us a better payment you know time mm -hmm. and so because they have you know time to float that now if costco were in financial trouble you know, like we talked about with Sears and, mm -hmm. you know, Sears is now declaring bankruptcy, mm -hmm. um, may not get those same terms. So y this is really important to pay attention to because if those payment terms change, then trying to compare, compare two years ago, three years ago when they had operating under different, you know, uh, premise with their suppliers, mm -hmm. it, it no longer applies. So, you you know, cash flow may be more difficult to, you know, estimate or to understand. And one of the things that we as value investors have to really pay attention to is there are things that are just in this too hard bucket, right? Which are, I understand the business, but I don't understand their, you know, you know, because payment terms have changed, suppliers have changed, maybe I should wait three, four, five years before I can really pay attention to this company. And, you know, that's, that's uh, we haven't really talked a lot about this, but when you're going down this income statement, or a balance sheet or cash flow statement. If you run into something where you're just like, you know, I this may be over my head, you know, and and you will, especially if you're a beginner, it is okay to say I don't understand and move to something simpler, right? And you know, there are a lot of businesses out there that are very complex, and they're using these weird financing terms and things like that. So understanding the cash flow statement, which should really be as Becca was saying, this most straightforward statement in the in you know the financials. If you are not comfortable with what you're seeing, or you're not able to understand it, it I mean it may not be that the company is committing fraud or anything like that. Although that is still a possibility, it's more likely that you know some businesses are more complex, and you should step away from those until you're really comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that is uh, that was the operating activities. Again, um, 
We're, we can provide a link to a table that we have in front of us. This is a nice summary of cash coming in and out of the cash flow statement. It nicely captures everything that we've talked about here today. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So that, that, is the, that is the operating activity. What we talked about today in this episode, this, that is the operating activity section of cash flow statement. And there are two left, two left. Cash flow from investing activity. The third one is cash flow from financing activities. And we'll talk about those in later episodes. But today was all about operating activities. And just to recap, this is, this is all about reconciliation between accrual and cash-based accounting. You take the net income from income statement and then do the adjustments. And you get, you know, you get the net, um, net cash flow from operations at yep. the end of that. Okay, anything you want to add to this? Uh, no, I think we've got it. We got it all covered, and we'll we'll kind of bring it together with the in the next talk with uh, when we talk about investing and financing activities. Also, okay, that sounds good. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you on the next one.